John. What? Red Seven. I don't know what Red Seven means. Hot route. I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? Down. Ready. Down. Set. Hut. 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 Hit me. Booyah. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. It's time for the Soonerscoop.com postgame show presented by Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. Eskridge Lexus is the official travel partner of Soonerscoop.com podcasts. Now, here's your road crew, Jerry, Eddie, and Bob, wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game. All right, we are here live from uh, just outside of Arlington, Texas, where the Sooners have done it. They have won the Big 12 championship. They beat the Texas Longhorns 39-27. to uh, Kyler Murray gets his revenge against uh, Sam Ellinger. Tom Herman, going to be honest, act like a little bit of a bitch in the postgame press conference. Did you expect anything, anything different? Which not surprising. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Sam Ellinger, or go ahead, Eddie. What's his? Go ahead and call him by his name. Elinger. There we go. Oh, Elinger. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't Elinger? mind you screwing is, up is his it, name. Is it Elinger? <laughs> yeah. Don't use the hard G if you want to. If you really want to tweak, Tom Herman. I thought you wanted me to call him a kitty cat. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. This he has to take the L, pussy, this time. Yeah, Not Kyler Murray. Yeah, that was it. First off. One of the better games that I've covered. I mean, fun I thought really it was a good game. I really thought it, a back and a forth championship game, championship quality a, a, game. And, and OU hasn't had that because, like TCU last year was kind of a blowout. Uh, even going back to the Nebraska game, that ended up being a blowout after a bad start uh, with Kenny Stills and those guys in uh, Jerry World. So you know what that it was is, just, Eddie? It was a fun game. You know what it is, Eddie? It's a game that you watch two teams play, and when one team wins, you say. Jesus Christ, that team is good. Yeah. They should move on and play again. Yeah. And th- when the other team, the one that loses, you don't sit there and say, wow, what a nice team. They should play again, they too. They should stay yeah. number four. Oh, huh. That's interesting how that works. It's a championship. You mean you mean schools shouldn't be rewarded for losing? For trying hard. For not winning conference championships, yes. I'm all for giving out participation trophies if that's what we have to do to get Georgia into the playoff. I mean, I guess we could just go there right now. I'll say sure, it. Sure, yeah. By if, the way, we're recording the podcast. The Georgia-Alabama game is final. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, and the, Alabama won. The games, the Big tw- the Big Ten and the ACC are just getting underway. As we're Jalen starting. Hurts had Tua's Heisman moment in the in the fourth quarter. So Boy, two is still without a, a whole st- still without a four, still without a uh, Heisman moment if 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 that thing means anything to you, uh, but yeah hey I mean, hey hey Tua still has not had to play in a fourth quarter this year yeah right? that's true yeah that's that's very true that's very true uh, it, it it's going to be an interesting Sunday I, I think that there's reason for a lot of people to be nervous I don't know if. Uh, you should be nervous I think Oklahoma's in for sure. What's so funny is we're not nervous. And then when after this game happens, you're seeing the national narrative. Well, it's it's national people that cover the FCC. I mean, it's like Maria, how, Maria but, Taylor but went to for. Georgia. Yeah. David Pollock went to Georgia. What, what I mean, what are the uh, what else are they going to say? Bought and paid for. It's just it, and they want ratings tomorrow. They want intrigue. If yeah, I that's think, true. Is this crazy to say? I think there's a better chance that OU goes to three than gets left out of the playoffs. Ooh, they jump Notre Dame. Yeah. 
Because they're not a conference champion. Well, that and I mean this thirteenth data point that we made so much a big deal about, it must not mean anything if OU doesn't get any type of credit for beating a pretty good Texas team. I mean, I kept saying that Texas wasn't a very good team. They're decent, I guess. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say that they're a you know you could championship team. You could I don't know, it's it's really hard to think that there's going to be a fourth team or a fifth team that tries to finagle that spot out of Notre Dame. I mean, Ohio State would have to, and they're on track to win pretty convincingly early in this game. Northwestern's so slow. Uh, they're driving. They they scored on their first possession. They're driving on the state. We don't know what's going. But let's say that Northwestern blows out, or that Ohio State blows out Northwestern tonight. Uh, after beating Michigan a week ago, beating them worse than Notre Dame did, maybe that gives them an argument against Notre Dame. Now, I think OU's going to be in, no matter what. You think they'll be four? Well, is there is there an argument that can be made, though, for them to be three? I think there is. They beat every team on their schedule just like Notre Dame. And they played this weekend. They played in a championship game. I, and if the 13th data the point means anything, and, and as a committee, you basically, uh, forced is not the right word, but after the TCU-Baylor thing, the Big 12 felt forced into recreating a championship game, even though they play a round-robin schedule, because it was the 13th data point was used against them. Yeah. So I just... It, but the it, problem is Notre Dame went undefeated. Yeah, no, and I, I completely understand that. And that 13th data that. point was there because TCU and Baylor both it's, lost to a it's team. It's supposed to be used in a, they weren't in a tiebreaker situation. Yes, right. And that makes sense. I, I, I think that that definitely makes sense. Uh, but... Yeah, it is what it is. It's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are over, what, the next, it's almost about 8 o'clock right now on Saturday night. 15 over the, hours. Uh, yeah, the next 15 hours, there's going to be a lot of debate. There's going to be a lot of Twitter discussion. Uh, there's going to be a lot of David Pollock with Georgia penises all in his mouth. It's going to be interesting. Uh, by the way, uh, Northwestern does what Northwestern, they're doing what they do. Which is they f- they somehow stopped Ohio State. It's a no one per- understands it, why. It was a personal foul on that big well, uh, pass play. They are able to get that out, elicit that from teams or something, because now they're, they have the ball back and they'll probably go tie the game. They're just so smart. They're so smart, Carrie. <laughs> That's what it is. Good I, school. I, I I almost want to hate them just for having Mike Greenberg as a. As Shit! An alum. If you're gonna say that, you got to say it about just about like half the media. It's either Northwestern or Syracuse. Yeah. Yep. A couple USC fans and. I don't know though. It was a it was a it was a great day in uh, Dallas today Look or at Arlington. This shit. Look at this shit! It's seven seven now. That's Big Ten speed right He's there. Slow. He's not gonna. Big he Ten speed. Make it. Big Ten speed. Okay. So it's seven All seven. Right. Just how as bad, I predicted. How bad is Michigan? Michigan's shitty. Yeah, they're not. Very yeah, good. that number one defense was garbage. It was it was garbage. It what was, is what is the second best con? What is the second best conference? Is it the Big Twelve? You want me to go full homer? Is it the Big Twelve? Go full homer. I mean, do it. Okay, we can go down the list though. I mean, I So you I, have a conference champion for an 11-1 or 12-1 team now that has to scratch and claw to get in the playoff when they're the second best conference, if not maybe challenging for the first? No, I think they're the second. I don't yeah. think you can say that. I don't think you can say they're better than Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Florida. That's a better four than the Big 12 has. Cuz the Big 12 stops at Oklahoma, Texas, 
and uh, uh, West Virginia. Iowa and State, maybe. Iowa State is fringe. Iffy. Yeah. Fringe. Well, wait, did they beat Drake today? Because I know at one 27, point... 27-24. Yeah, wait, I was going to say, they serious? were getting beat in the yeah. third oh, quarter. I, I yeah, hadn't even heard that. They had to bring in Kyle Kemp at quarterback. Shut up. No, they what did What happened to Purdy? They, he wasn't playing well. Well, it, he got Iowa yanked. State's in a bad situation, though, because they kind of got their hearts ripped out of them in Austin. Had to come back, play a program that is yeah. being held hostage by a geriatric, and then... Played a game that I'm sure nobody beat Kansas State. I know, and then I'm sure that nobody wanted to be there today. So, uh, playing on the playing a rescheduled game on the day of your conference championship, that has to be a tough spot. That, that was a tough spot. And Matt Campbell's probably been interviewing for NFL jobs all it's week. Kind of like your mom setting you up on a date when your ex girlfriend's getting married that day. Yeah, to like take your <laughs> mind off of it. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like a good date. It's like a. No, it'd be like it'd be like, it's like uh, a making pottery class together or something. But instead of taking her out to dinner, you're taking her to the reception of the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> or you're taking her to another wedding that's neck to that one. Something like that. Yeah, like lines. shared in the uh the same hotel or something. Yeah. yeah exactly. That'd be shitty. Uh it it that would that would not be a good situation. But Okay, so back yeah, back today. to today. Back to the actual the actual game. It was Eddie said it was one of the best games that any of us have seen in person in a long time. And and it was great because both teams were making plays. Yes. I, OU's defense was making but uh, Texas started out three of three on third down. <laughs> and they weren't third and ones. It was third, <laughs> no, wasn't third it like and third and 11 third, and a third and nine. It was third and longs almost exclusively. Uh, and then OU somehow held them to one of five, five for third down close out the rest for the, of the rest half. of the half. It's crazy. Oh. I mean, they, I, we've shit on the defense for almost – Literally twelve games. No, every they, game. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't play bad today. Well, Florida Atlantic, we didn't shit on them. It was fourteen to six, and they're Texas, not making a bowl. Texas got the ball back. If Imani Bledsoe doesn't get that sack, yeah, it could be twenty-one six easily. Who knows what easily? Back. And what everything changed happened? in there in about I don't know three or four minutes of the last yeah. the second half. It felt almost like the first matchup where it was the eight-minute stretch in the fourth quarter where the offense went nuts for OU, except this time it was both offense and defense to close out that first half. Yeah, and I mean, getting the ball back with just over a minute left or 59 seconds or whatever it was. Without a timeout. Without a timeout, and, and it was it was the Nick Basquin show, which was kind of good to see. I mean, and Lincoln had talked about, like, he's not been back, and it's taken him longer than they thought it would to come back from the that second Achilles injury. Uh, but he makes two really big catches. CeeDee Lamb, I think, was it? Did CeeDee Lamb make the third catch on that drive? Yeah, that was the yeah. one. The one that could have been. Yeah. The Texas fans really wanted to. By the way, what a bunch of whiny bitches the Texas fans were today. Ooh, they were. They had like, what, 12, t- uh, 12 penalties? What was the final penalty total? It was pretty bad. Uh, looking at 13 for 128 compared to 5 for 16. And they 16. had like yeah. 11 at halftime or something. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was bad. Just undisciplined but that I mean it wasn't like there was chintzy like look there is no no ref in this conference that is just gonna let a pi go like yeah. if you're anywhere They've close to breathing so on weird. someone like they don't there's no like fine details of what is and is not pass interference it's just if you touch someone and the ball is coming in that direction, it's a penalty. Especially if you don't turn your head. You turn your oh. head, you get a little bit benefit of the doubt. But if you're just face guarding and hoping, yeah, that's a flag. Yeah, and there's 
OU has some guys in the secondary that just refuse to turn their head. I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, I, there was a point in the mid-first quarter that I told Nate Fagan that we were sitting there on the sidelines doing video and stuff, and just like, I don't understand. I feel like I know, not, I'm not saying I'm a coach or that I know more than anybody, but like turning your head to find where the football is seems like something that one would do if they wanted to be good at the defensive secondary. By the way, look at this shit. Northwestern is trying to get like a three and out on Ohio State now. Ohio State isn't, I don't think Ohio State's the team to worry about now. It's, it's it, Georgia. And it's weird how that narrative has changed yeah. that now it's Georgia because they played well in a loss. They lost today. I don't understand how that and it, even comes across and as something that's logical. And it wasn't their first loss. It's their second loss. Yeah, it, it just that is bad to LSU. That is illogical to me that because Georgia played Look, well it's today. Not, that, that can't be. I mean, I can't buy it. just that. wrote a column. Both of them should be in. Who's both? Alabama and Georgia. The same oh two God. SEC. We'd see the same game. It'd be one versus four in four weeks. Why do they it's play like the same game? goddamn games? I mean, what is this? Is this just and because, when did the SEC is this all of a sudden? They, the SEC people can't read. They're not going to get clicks off of this. I, so why are they writing these articles? I, it doesn't make sense to me how that is even a thing now. Like today, going into today, it was if Georgia gets beat, which they did, it's going to come down to OU and Ohio State. Right. Georgia played well for three and a half quarters, and now they're they get in. It's, I think all these people are high. They lost to a backup quarterback. And they were up 28-14. They yeah. were up Bama when the backup quarterback the came points. in. It's incredible. It's incredible the uh, the media narrative that can spin in the matter of six hours. Look, the committee is not buying this shit. I'm sorry. You can write all the articles you want. They're meeting at 11th. Or they're, they're meeting tonight. Right, tonight. I mean, they're watching these games right now. Just like they're sitting in Irving. We're here in, in Las Colinas. They're sitting around watching these games, talking about it, eating their bacon, whatever they do, and they're not—they're not reading Pat Forty. Maybe they are. Maybe some of them are. But well, you're probably, to be honest, if you're reading Pat Forty, it's 2018. You probably need to find somebody. Else. Well, there are a lot of old people on that committee. He's an idiot. Are they going to stay if, up to if, watch these games? If if we are taking Pat Forties, are you just going to attack every person that works for Yahoo Arrivals? Is it just your goal to just alienate everyone in the company? Maybe, maybe. I mean, if we want an update on swimming, we'll go to Pat Forty. <laughs> well, his daughter's a swimmer. Yeah, so we hear about it. And the other guy that you're talking about is a ghost. Yeah, which he tw the, that ghost was tweeting a lot tonight. I saw that. Which, by the way. I'm not going to name names, but there was a lot of Texas media people that came up and thanked me. Ooh, that's funny. I, I, I like that. Actually thanked me. So I don't want to get into we'll it. We'll move on. But we'll move on. I will. I thought you were going to say... By the way, okay, I, I'm just going to throw this out there because we haven't brought it up yet, and we're... Let me see here. We're 15 minutes into the podcast. Not a single snap for Buki tonight. It's wild. The I I kind of liked what they did though with Trey Norwood. I mean, I'm he three corners. It and seemed like he it seemed Patrick like he Fields. missed on a couple, but they didn't give up the big play today. They they, they well, definitely. I think it was a reaction probably to what West Virginia did last week. Yeah, and they were scared. Where they knew that they would if if they were going to take Humphreys or Collins uh, Johnson and put them as inside receivers, they wanted to have an answer for that because. Once Texas saw, I think, David Seals run those inside routes and Jennings and whoever else, I mean, 
that that was a big concern. They did a good job. Texas did a good job too defensively. Yeah. I mean, I think you got to give them a lot of credit. Texas? Yeah. Yeah, and they slowed OU down. Which is incredible because what they finish with uh other side, other side. 29 first downs and 508 yards of offense. It was OU that wasn't getting the big play, no matter how many times they tried for it. That's just crazy to me. It was I a mean, weird day because, like, Marquise and, and he just never Kyler, just going. I mean, Kyler my, were never on the same page ever. all day. Between Miles, Or Tyson. when they were close to be on the same page, either uh, the Texas defensive back would make a really nice play or Marquise Brown would just drop it or not be able to secure it. Yeah. and It's I, like the play where he it hit the ground when he rolled. It was just, it was off all night. Miles Tease, Nick Basquin, and uh, Lee Morris. I mean, they, yeah, they, they came in up. the fourth quarter, they came up with some big plays. They came up with some big plays in between. Uh, it was just a really, it was a really good performance. Uh, it was, is that the most complete, quote unquote, complete performance OU's had all season? Yes. Absolutely. It's yeah. not even a question. Not even a question. Uh, let me ask you this What are the chances here on December 1st? that one week from tonight, Kyler Murray has the Heisman Trophy in his hands. A lot better than I thought. Improving. A lot better than I thought. I mean, I'm at the point now where I would have to make a hard argument for Tua. I just wonder how many. There's so many of those votes out there. If you've you've sent in your vote already, you should get it taken away. I guarantee there are a lot of people that sent it in. If if you've already sent it in, not only should you get it taken away, you shouldn't be credentialed to cover college football. People people give these. Uh, I mean, they give these voting privileges to stupid people all the time. Oh, that that's another conversation in itself. There's a lot of people that shouldn't have Heisman Trophy yeah. votes that do. No, I mean it's just it, it, Jalen Hurts won Alabama the game today, and granted, it was because Tua got hurt, but he came in from 14 down. Yeah, he was 14 down when he came in and took over. That just that that would be insane to me. I don't know that we got much out of. I mean, this is it's one of those things like Lincoln Riley has to stump for him a little bit. I don't, I mean, but it's one of those things like you can't force it. Like Baker didn't win a Heisman because of anything that anybody said in a press conference. He won it because of uh, the situation and the opportunity he had on the football field. So I think the thing that hurts Kyler is like Tua had that moment last year to win the national championship. And it's like that counts. It's not supposed to count. It's supposed to be year after year. But that is added on to his, you know, his or his mystique, his, his, his it, you know, his reputation. And Kyler came into the season with nothing. It's been a just an incredible year in the fact that <laughs> there's been so many ups and downs. They fired a defensive coordinator. They had to replace Baker. And we're sitting here tonight, and they're 12-1 and one and likely going to a college football playoff again for the third time in four years. That That's just insane to me to think that after, you know, even after the, you know, after the meltdown that we had uh, with the, the firing of Mike Stoops when we got back from Dallas the first time around, it just... The double podcast. The double podcast night. <laughs> it's been a hell of a job... By Lincoln Riley, I think, in keeping this thing together. 
in a way. Gotta he be just, like herding cats at times. He just kept has saying, to. He just kept saying, "Just win, it'll everything will take I'll care." I'll say of this: can right? I, it is, it is, it is. Let me know super, when I can throw a conspiracy out too. It as well. is super Ooh. ballsy that they just told Buki, you know what, you're not playing anymore. I mean, like, yeah, because he played all on special teams. Did he? Yeah, because he's in the participation. Yeah, he was report. out there. Yeah, he, so he it wasn't like he's hurt. Somebody had to have like a talk with him because like. He's out there. Maybe somebody needed to hold the sledgehammer. He's on the out sidelines. there kneeling, like right near the 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 team captains when they're doing the coin toss. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, he just he just he's always doing something. Like, it's just like I could see him, you know, just turning bad, like being a cancer or something like see, that. See, I, I don't. That doesn't strike me as a cancer as much as I think he's probably probably a little immature. Yeah, he's been handed not handed, but. He's always been the... He's never been he's, coached he's, hard. Yeah, he's always been Buki. I mean, everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Everybody uh, wants to be around him, it seems like. It just seems like he needs a little bit of a humbling experience, and maybe that's what he's going through right now. 100% that's what he's going through. You had three corners in Barnes, and then you put Patrick Fields in whenever you went to nickel. No Turner yell, no Buki at all. And, there, and then sometimes it, the shit just happens where it's like... Like that Colin Johnson catch. Well, that was incredible. That was unbelievable. Trey Colin Brown Johnson is going to make so much money in the NFL. Yeah. And see, I thought he was clearly their best receiver coming out of last year. And then little Jordan Humphrey just, just took Roasted it to another everybody. level. And he, he was great. But he didn't get a single vote for uh, all Big 12 either. No, it's and so I think weird. Colin, Colin Johnson is a great wide receiver. I, you're crazy if you don't think he is. Uh, okay. By the way, uh, We've been talking a little bit roundabout about guys that played well. Let's go ahead and uh, do this. Eskridge Lexus is all about embracing the best. That's why they are the official travel partner of the Soonerscoop.com podcasts. So it's time for us to recognize the Sooners best with our Eskridge Lexus player of the game. All right, it's time for the Eskridge Lexus post game, Eskridge Lexus player of the game. And I uh, want to remind you guys, uh, Ed Eskridge over at Eskridge Lexus does a great job uh, supporting the podcast. Big reason why we're here. In Lexus right now, they're starting their December to Remember event. Uh, and you guys, I'm sure you've seen it if you've been watching uh, uh, the games on television today. A uh, lot of uh, Red Bow December to Remember commercials all over TV. Uh, but it really is the best time of the year to buy a car. And uh, Eskridge Lexus has a great selection of 2019s out uh, with special holiday incentives. Uh, and that is on top of a special Sooner Scoop price that you'll receive when you mention that you're an unofficial 40 or a uh, Eskridge Lexus postgame podcast listener or a Sooner Scoop subscriber. So go to check them out, EskridgeLexus.com. I am driving a 2018 Lexus GS today. It's the first time I've ever been in a GS, and it's everything that the other you know, ones Lexus have been. has been. Yeah. It's a fantastic car. So basically, they're trying to give away cars for free. If you listen to the podcast, you're basically trying to get a free car. It's not a bad deal. Not free? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where you were going with, with that. No, I'm saying that those are a hell of a deal. For Lexus, it's awesome. You got double the deal, the December to remember. Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's what Eddie's saying. Okay, I got you. I'm not talking shit. But no, they'll do a good job for you. They'll uh, they'll take care of you. Just, uh, just tell them you're a Sooner Scoop uh, listener, subscriber, and uh, Ed will uh, take care of you. All right, the Eskridge Lexus player of the game. 
It's kind of different. I mean, Kyler Murray was the MVP. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that. But you also had some really big plays once again. Last week it was Caleb Kelly, uh, and then it was Curtis Bolton. Today you had Trey Brown, probably the play of the game and the safety that really stole all the momentum back and swung it in Oklahoma's direction. Uh, And then on top of that, you had Trey Norwood finally making an interception today. Yeah, I'll throw in Grant Calcaterra. Oh, boy, what a catch. Two both touchdown catches were really nice grabs. For someone who's had some issues with hands throughout this season, those two touchdown catches erase everything that's happened before. Yeah, and that was kind of the play of the – obviously not the play of the year, but, I mean, to come up with that stop, third and ten – uh, I love Austin Seibert, but I'm not trusting him there yeah, at the it end. It would have made it I mean, by eight. He had eight. to bang one in right. it to get up by, made it by eight. Yeah, that's it. It's so bizarre. It just it, that was a hell of a play on third and ten. It was a hell of a ball. It was a better catch, one-handed grab. Bob, you had a great shot of it there in the end zone. Uh, I thought the the first touchdown was a hell of a grab exactly. over the they middle. Both, yes, they both. It was were. a good throw. So uh, and, and Calcaterra also had another one today on the Texas sideline that I thought that was Kyler's best throw of the day. It was across both hash marks. I mean, that's the, I think that that's your quote unquote NFL throw from, from Kyler today. So that was, uh, that was pretty impressive though, that he was Grant Calcaterra was great today. That was, that was the Grant Calcaterra that I think everybody thought you were going to get this year. And that's why he was first team all tight end. I don't know if he earned it throughout this season, but he He, he looked like it today. He looked like it today. Uh, Here's the thing. I think, Kyler Murray, 379 yards, uh, 25 of 34, three touchdowns. You know what I liked about Kyler today is early on, I think he could have gotten frustrated with the fact that with Texas Brown. was yeah. real. Well, Texas <laughs> was really saddling him, and they were, you know, he couldn't get out and run at all. But as the game went on, it was like he he figured out the flow of it, the patience, and he started making some plays with his legs. He started picking up third downs. Uh, and then, you know, the throws at the end finally kind of all came together. But um, getting CeeDee Lamb back involved today I thought was big for the offense, even though he had a, a How about that? really crazy You know fumble. what's funny? God, just get 50, down. Yeah. Get down. Yard I know you want to, I know he wants to score there. You have to have some type Wouldn't of – Wouldn't you avoid, though, nine tackles? Do you really think that anybody's going to – come and knock the shit out of you and knock the ball out. Like, he just didn't know that the guy was coming. Who who was it? That was a great hustle play to, Gary get, jo- to chase him down. Gary Johnson? Was it? Yeah. I think that's right. That was a great play to chase him down Unless like that. Unless it was that. Boyd. It no, was, no, no, no. It's a bigger dude. Like Boyd was the guy that hit yeah. Marquise Brown. And that's what I was going to say. Both of the receivers took major hits trying to make that extra yard is brown he might have he might be out for the season the way he looked. Yeah, and that then Lamb, was not Lamb good. Had the, Lamb had the fumble. The only thing that was good I thought about Brown was, and Lincoln was asked afterwards, and he wouldn't give any hints as to, he said he didn't know. But the one thing I thought that was good was that Brown did show back up for the uh, the uh, presentation. Yeah, he was wearing in a, a boot. boot standing he was wearing a boot. Up on his own. He was originally wearing, uh, he was on crutches when I at the in the fourth quarter, and I don't know when that transition took place, but he lost the crutches, I think, after he came back off the stage, so. I don't know. It'd Maybe be interesting. it's a, a Hamadou Diallo situation. I don't know. As soon as he got, as soon as the, the last play, they had to it was stop the last play the of the game third quarter to get the Gator over yeah, there well, to that take was him so off. That weird. Was, so weird. It, it, the play that he got hurt on was the last play of the third quarter, though. He yes. caught the ball up against the OU sideline, made a move, and then Boyd Boyd hit him. Yeah, I, I've gotten a couple. Rep- 
report. I, I don't even know if they're reports, but a couple of my buddies texted me and said that they showed him on TV. He was crying, crying. on the yeah. sidelines. Right. And heard the same. So that wasn't that wasn't good news. We'll have to kind of wait on that one though. Um, Player? offensive line I thought was just okay at times. I mean, Texas really has kind of figured out how to how to screw with them. It seems like. I mean, you had guys like I noticed there were plays where Cody Ford would just run three or four yards and couldn't find anybody really to match up with. Uh, and they were shooting gaps, and it's it. I don't know. It was it was an odd day for the offensive line because they never could get into a rhythm. I kept wanting to see more and more Kennedy Brooks, uh, but really in the end, Trey Sermon did a, a nice job of kind of running some clock there. I mean, that was it. I think Kerry, you asked him after the game, Sermon. They kind of reminded me of last year. TCU. They just yeah. they were like, okay, we're gonna run the we're gonna run the clock out. And, and they successfully and they, they completely ran sure that last did. year. Yeah, yeah they, they, they sure enough did. They ran a six-minute drive that ended with that Calcaterra touchdown. And Murray was 3-3, three 49 yards, and Sermon was the workhorse there's some, getting uh, the other yards. There's some booty holes that get tight, though, If uh, even if it's an eight-point game there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah for I sure. I mean, they, that, that was – in the fourth quarter, OU was never able to just really kind of – get that lead back out to 12 or whatever. Well, you, can you imagine that drive great, at the end of the game? Great backdoor cover, by the way. When they're down by 12, uh, and they're going at the, 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 the drive where Norwood intercepts it, like, if that's still eight right there, maybe they don't intercept that pass. Yeah. No, you I, don't know. I mean... I agree. I <laughs> Nate and I were joking. It, it seemed like one of those games that Texas was going to go down and score and then uh, go for two and not get it or something. That's just the way that this OU defense has been so sporadic and kind of doesn't make sense about anything. By the way, uh, another player to watch for me, Miles Teese today. And maybe that's more. How about that? We're getting into our stock report. Yeah. That, but yeah. He was the one that, that made plays like early. Early because they right were struggling. Half, wasn't they it? were that was Basquin. Okay, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, but they were struggling. Early, they were and really he was struggling. Kind of a, they needed to get some first downs, and and Kyler really leaned on him. It felt like Kyler kept looking at Brown, and it was like it's not happening. Look to someone else, and then they get teased, and they get Lamb involved. Boom, everything started to roll. Uh, okay, so there's some of our players of the game. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what happened towards the end, which was. More along the lines of this. The game is over. The stats are in. Now it's time to grab a Coupe Works beer and raise a glass to our play of the game. All right. Uh, so Coupe Works play of the game. Uh, Coupe Works has been a great sponsor. Uh, all throughout this season, can't thank them enough. As uh, you guys know, we, we love our Coupe L Works, uh, whether it's the Horny Toad Blonde, uh, the F5 IPA, uh, the Native Amber, and now the uh, Grand Sport Porter, which is a great new seasonal uh, seasonal offering that they got. It's great for this time of year, especially when it gets colder. Uh, holidays, it's, uh, it's, it's really a really cool holiday beer uh, to have around the house. So uh, go check out the Grand Sport Porter. Uh, and remember, uh, Coop Ale Works been around for uh, t- nine years here in Oklahoma City. Seven uh, seven regular beers and then uh, four seasonals. So uh, definitely want to check them. Appreciate their sponsorship as always. Okay, guys. So play of the game. It comes down to two. It does. I mean, That's it. I'm basically on one play. I think. But safety. 
Yeah. Yeah. But you could make the But the Calcaterra for, catch, I mean, yeah. being third. I mean, if, Absolutely. if they have yeah. to kick a field no, goal yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm well, yeah, 100% it's, it's, with it's you. It's Trey Brown. It's Trey. But I'm going Calcaterra because you're too cocky about it. And you're pissing me off. I wrote well, the story to okay, say it. Now, now think about it, though. <laughs> if they don't get that, what was it? A three-point game? Yes. Who knows now, if Stafford right even makes that field goal when yeah. he was kicking? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You're still that a five-point game. That was the defensive player of the year, though, right? Yes, exactly. With, yeah, I mean, no, I agree with that. And it's funny I say that because that's after last week when I was sitting in Morgantown saying the Caleb Kelly fumble return was the player of the year for OU defensively. So, uh, you know, I... That was so unexpected. Like, I was almost kind of spooked by it. I was in no way was I expecting OU to get a safety in that situation. And, and no, and neither was coming. I coming. Like, it was just like, is this really happening? And then he hits him, and you're like, holy crap, I was a safety. Yeah. And so, did he sneak up on him on the line? Yeah, he was on the line, and it was one of the, it was like, he didn't tip it off really yeah. at all. Yeah, he disguised it well. Call. Uh, and then as soon as the ball was snapped, he, he just kind of took that little inside path. Uh, and then the safety took – it was either – he explained it a lot after the game. It was either he or the safety. Uh, and he called that he, he was going to go ahead and, and be the blitzer. And so the safety dropped back with his man. And Ellinger, Ellinger uh, he – obviously got locked in on the other side of the field and just wasn't even looking to his right. Because yep. he even said in the in the postgame, I never even saw him. I was waiting for the flag. I thought they were going to say, like, contact to the head because I know Sam got up immediately, started looking, started asking for it. I had no clue if they were going to throw it. But, I mean, that that throw to the Calcaterra, I mean, that was a beautiful throw. It, it was, was a beautiful catch. Flat-footed, too. And he really did it just with one arm. I mean, he freed his other arm pretty quick. But everything about that play was was it was Big Twelve championship worthy. That's the best thing I could say. Yeah, that I mean, that's one of those moments that if you're going to win the Heisman, you usually have, right? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Like I'm, I'm starting to think I'm too ahead of it. It just wasn't this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, let's give him a Lifetime Achievement Award then. I mean, I, I'm starting to get really triggered even thinking about this thing. Because, A, Kyler should probably win the Heisman Trophy. And, B, what are we really doing here if you get blown out by LSU, a team that can't score points against anybody, and then lose your conference championship game? To a backup quarterback. To a backup quarterback. What are we really trying to figure out here if... Georgia gets rewarded for that shit. I think we're trying to figure out if the SEC needs to be their own division. Maybe they should. Football. Maybe yeah. they should. It's like 6A whatever they're doing now. I mean, because when you run through the gauntlet of Kentucky and Tennessee <laughs> and Missouri and Arkansas and Mississippi and Florida, who's in the top 10 for God knows what. Yeah. Well, LSU, I mean, they've been in the top six or seven for Nobody knows why. It's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And then the SEC will run off some kind of bullshit record in the bowl season, and everybody. Oh well, you, they just they beat up on each other every year. All right, you ready for Kurt, for Kirby Smart? It boils down to one thing: Do you want the four best teams or not? Give the coach on the other sideline a vote for who he doesn't want to play. I promise you, it starts with us. You're high, Kirby. 
You're you high. You just had a chance. You just not only did you have a chance, but you f***ed it up when you went fourth and eleven from the fifty. That's fake, your fault. Yes, fake punt at the fifty. That's your fault. That's his fault that Georgia's in that situation. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry for the outburst. Well, it could get worse tomorrow. We might have to have an emergency, emergency podcast pod. if OU gets <laughs> That's left out. A- very strong possibility. And we'll do it from Campus Corner where I will be turning over cars personally. <laughs> we'll just go out with power to the people. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, rent a, I'll, I'll go rent a van. We'll put some speakers on it and just keep driving around campus. Yeah, absolutely. Doing burn, the podcast live. Burn some stuff down. <laughs> that narrative is just changing. Minute, we can, we can minute go, by minute. We could go like, I, I, I would maybe invest some money to where we could go to like FedEx office and print off a bunch of Paul Feinbaum giant heads. We could do that. We could burn those. Figure out. We could have a. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Where's this going? I mean, A and M fans aren't doing anything. Oh, okay. they can help us build <laughs> they, a bonfire. They, they 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 do the bonfire again. Yeah, we could get them. They to... brought it back. Oh, they did. Yes. Yeah. No shit. They've yep. been doing it for years yeah, now. They did. Oh. oh, well, then it's free game. Yep. They haven't killed anybody since, though. So. Oh. That we know Brian of. Kelly has been put in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get up on that scissor lift. We need to top this thing off. Um. Anyway. Uh, Brian, anyway. It's like the wind's blowing 60 miles an hour. All right. So the Sooners, uh, it's kind of hard to, to pick on anybody in particular because they just won a Big 12 championship. Uh, but one of the things that we love to do around here is uh, the uh, – Kyle McCord from AMC Mortgage Stock Report. Whose stock is up and whose stock is down? It's time for the AMC Mortgage Stock Report. If you're on the move, check in with AMC Mortgage for all your home loan needs. All right. Uh, hey, go check out my buddy Cal McCord with AMC Mortgage. Uh, is uh, if you're looking for a new home, uh, you're looking to uh, uh, get yourself in a new place. Maybe you want to upgrade from where you were. Uh, he's been doing loans for a lot of my on-air colleagues over the years, and he and his team have been originating loans in Oklahoma together for over 16 years. It's Cal McCord with AMC Mortgage, NMLS number one two five six one five. Or I'm sorry, uh, NMLS number 125616, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. So uh, give Kyle a call. I, I'm just trying to think. I mean, we've talked a, about a lot of things. There's no way, I don't know, that we could really make an argument that Kyler Murray's stock is up. But for a guy to go through an entire career and lose one game, and to avenge his only loss tonight, that was a... And you know what? I, I would almost say that I think some of what we saw in the, the the uneasiness that we saw in the offense, I think maybe that was a little bit of Kyler nerves tonight. Yeah, it was, for sure. Wearing the super white shoes and stuff. I mean, he obviously... He's a different guy against Texas. Yeah, I mean, it's... They have some kind of pool, and maybe it's if your dad grows up playing for A and M, it's probably one of those things where it's just gonna mean more. Um, oh come on! 
it's just you know but it, it clearly it gets in his head a little bit it does for sure because he was not not clean it wasn't until that after the end of the first quarter because that's the first time in what 25 games they didn't have a touchdown in the first in quarter the first quarter yeah holy shit are you serious yeah Seriously. i didn't even realize that yeah, yeah that, was that, big, that, that was the big stat that was in the a big box. stat today you guys just have so much fun up there without me you, know, you get to you get to hear all the colorful stuff down there. I'm grinding down there with the people, <laughs> hollering at people in the stands. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to recognize that. I mean that that's really impressive. I mean, OU went on their revenge tour and it ended badly before it was all said and done with Baker. But uh, yeah, Kyler got to have his own revenge tour today. It was pretty impressive. He was really good. I mean, it just I've gotten to the point that I would love to know what OU's record is without Kyler Murray. Yeah, we talked a lot about I that mean, last week. We talked about that before, but yeah. it, I think today's another game that without Kyler Murray, without him making some plays with his feet to kind of get things kick-started there in the second half particularly, I don't, I don't think they win that game with anybody else. It was really weird. Once, we'll see what happens with Khalil Tate next year. Once, <laughs> once, once Brown went out, they had a lineup of Braden Willis, Lee Morris, Ceedee Lamb. Yeah. It was a weird group being on that field, and then they brought Calcaterra back out there. Like, oh yeah, this is the explosive offense that we've been talking about. By the way, stock up uh, also for me today on C.D. Lamb. Oh, for sure. I, You know what's funny, what, what what you've mentioned? He just didn't play well in the cold. OU Kansas, West Virginia, he wasn't playing well in cold weather. Call him a pussy, Bob. I think yeah, a little bit. I think his hand is his, <laughs> a little bit. His that's hand. what I'm hearing. That's what I'm that's hearing. That's what you're hearing. Fine. No, I mean, indoors, and he was lights out again today. He was fantastic. That, I mean that that play. grab on the sideline. That was oh. another one of those just like well the Jesus. punt return that got taken away. Yeah, great yeah. punt return. Yeah, that was a great punt return. Uh, but yeah, I mean the run that he had fifty. It was fifty four yards officially before just, he got <laughs> he lost the football. I think if he would have used was it Meyer that was out there? Yes. If he would have gone to the sideline instead of Cut going in. back into the middle of the field, he probably scores. I think that was a misread on his part and. He'd probably be the first one to tell you that that was a misread. Yeah. But, I mean, he was he was exceptional today. When they needed him the most, uh, they came up with big plays today. And I there's something to be said for that. I You can say what you want about you know the entire body of work for OU, but it, when they need to make plays, they've made them here, especially the last month. I'll go stock up on Monty Bledsoe. Oh, yeah. He had a nice day. Not to go along with, with the sack, just keep it. A lot more engaged during the last three, four games. Just more energy, more production. It's like it's, it's almost like finally. Like, it's almost like he saw Neville coming along, and he's like, "Okay, I'm finally going to come along too." <laughs> and you know, I mean, I thought everybody pretty much. I say the defensive line as a whole. I mean, when we're talking about that, Texas, thirty-two carries, eighty-eight yards, less than three yards per carry today. By the way, stock up. Uh, Deshaun White, how about that? When when Kenneth Murray had to leave the game because he looked like he was having a little bit of a knee issue, defense didn't lose, didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a beat at all. I may or may not have said that they're better off <laughs> at one point in the second quarter. I think I might have kind of thought that at least. 
Maybe, maybe not. By the way, Pitt uh, is drawn within four of Clemson. Rain in there, I guess. It's Fourteen to ten. They had yeah, a big long it run. Awful in there in Charlotte. Eddie would not want to be out doing camera on that game. No, a Big Twelve. I mean, I'll say this: I, I think the venue's awful. I don't. I'm not a fan of Jerry World. I don't think it's great either. I, I mean, think and, it's, and you know what? I think. I think also. It just we takes away kinda, from the college atmosphere. But we're kind of, and, and I didn't think when I came in 09 and OU played and they mm-hmm. lost to BYU, I didn't think it was all that great. I remember my parents came because it was the first college game. Um, it, they lost, and so I was thinking, okay, maybe you just thought it sucked because it was a terrible night. Yeah. Bro, you and Sam Bradford got hurt and basically ruined the season. I think Brody Croyle got hurt in that game. Maybe I can't remember. Um, they or maybe that was the game he had to be moved to center. I think maybe Brody Croyle. Yeah, I think he had to be moved to center in that game. Who are you talking about? Who are Brody you talking Croyle about? Played for Alabama. Or Brody Cro- didn't he? Um, um, <laughs> Brody, Brody, <laughs> Brody Eldridge is who I'm thinking of. Did Brody Croyle play for Alabama? Yes, he's he a quarterback. Yes, he's the quarterback. Yeah. I was like, all right. Sure. Oh, you finished second to Brody Croyle actually. Uh, Brody Croyle was their quarterback when OU played him the first time around. Is he a Southlake kid? No, he's a, he's an Alabama kid. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brody Eldridge, great guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but that game was just weird. But I'll say this: it's weird because we've been in that building so many times when it's empty. Yeah. And like when you're in there and it's got the 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 screen down and everything. And it was it's a just, fun atmosphere today, for sure. I I mean, that was live today at least. Yeah. That's the most live I've ever seen. No, it, for sure. The Texas for sure. fans at eighty three thousand. It was a all-time record for a conference championship game. Although, oh, the, the Big I think 12. they probably called the uh, after-school program to get about 50 kids in there because they barely beat the all-time oh, record. Oh, did they? What was the all-time record? It was like they Not, had 83-114, I think it was, yeah, and I, the all-time was like 83-094 or yeah, something. Yeah, they definitely fudged those numbers. 1992 <laughs> SEC championship. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Just means more. They should get the 92 team back together, and they can make the playoff as well, because I'm sure that they had a couple <laughs> good losses. they're in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, okay, stock up. We have to give some stock up to Grant Calcaterra. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because we've wow, him stocked man. down so many times this year. What a game. He was He was incredible. That, 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 that uh, touchdown grab was just – it was unbelievable. And – the the post game trolling. I was gonna say, did you did you get that? Beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. The, the emotion that you don't see that from him often. He no. was fired up. Now explain the trolling. He tweeted out a picture of well, he first off he spiked the ball and got a penalty. That's why he kicked off from like the ten yard line and almost gave up a touchdown to it, little Jordan Humphrey. They did give up a touchdown. He got called back, uh, but then after the game, he had a little. Uh, he was doing the horns down. Was he? Yeah, that's why I was. I was wondering if you. If no, I didn't. I don't think I, I wish saw that. I was got in the that bad penalty corner. for horns down. That was spiking. sweet. Nobody got a nobody got a horns down penalty today. Yeah, I meant to ask Lincoln about that. By the way, uh, maybe or maybe not. Credit to horns down, horns up for peace. Horns up for peace did its job. By the way, stock down. Alternate uniforms, OU Texas. Yeah, that's bad. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. And you know, I. It worked out though for him because I I think they I literally think they were superstitious about wearing the white uniforms, and sure enough they they've, won. Uh, they've never lost in. Well, no. I think I I mean, obviously they had to know that that was going to be a partisan Texas crowd. And I'll say this: the OU fans that showed up today 
They were fantastic. Stock up OU fans. Yeah, stock up OU fans. They were as loud, loud as I've ever heard them when they didn't have the numbers advantage. They were outstanding. And I don't know what they've sounded like down on the field, Eddie, but in the press box, it was a noticeable. It was loud. It was loud. I thought both and sides were loud. Caleb Kelly, after the game, he was like, we had just as many fans as they did. I didn't want to be like, no, no. we really didn't. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Not much. Stop lying to Not, us. That's a sin. Lying is a sin. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Thou shalt not bear false witness. So anyway, um, unfortunately, you know, Marquise Brown, we'll have to see exactly what happens there. But uh, Nick Basquin, for me, stock up. Miles T, stock up. And pretty much anybody, Charleston Rambos, even though he had one catch, stock it up. It was a huge catch. Uh, it, was, it was a big catch, you're yeah. right. Maybe a little stock down for uh, Carson Meyer today. Murray... <laughs> Carson Meyer's not going to get any faster. You, you can't overthrow. He overthrew. Carson yeah, he was so open inside the ten yard That's line. I don't know if it would have been a touchdown, Bob. Oh come I on! I think he might have gotten caught from behind. I don't think he would have caught it, even <laughs> if it would have hit him in the hands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough play for a fullback. Yeah, tight end, whatever you want to call it. White guy. Stock oh, down. Guy. Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. I'll say tough play for a white guy. Kenneth Murray for stock down. I agree. Uh, just not not sure. I, I mean, his tackling is 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 an issue. I, so what do they do there? I mean, I, this is that's a question probably for an unofficial forty or something on down the road. But is he like the other Buki problem? I mean, I I'm not saying he's an attitude problem no, or no, no, that he no. won't listen to coaching because he obviously will spend as much time in the film room as he can. And I almost feel bad for the guy because I think he wants to he's try. Trying. He, he's trying hard. He's trying to understand everything. He just never played the position. And he's trying to learn on the fly. And in this conference, you can't really learn on the fly. He's like an exotic car that's always breaking down. Like it's a beautiful. Everything yes. about it is beautiful, but yes. it just gives you so but you many headaches. Get it out on the yeah, road. You can't. Just got to keep it in the garage sometimes, or take it out around the neighborhood for a couple spins. But then it breaks down. You got to put it back in the garage. Yeah. That sucks. They need to maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll learn some stuff at uh, the Eddie Rodosovich sponsored uh, summer prison camp. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. Because they're all still going. And just because you won a Big Twelve championship doesn't mean you can't go. Because there was in the the first I don't know sixteen minutes of that game, everything about what OU was doing was charm and soft. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, it was, and Eddie, you tweeted this, but there was a point when it was 14-3, was that? 14-6. 14-6 when, like, I thought it was going to get like ugly. You did feel like there was a potential blowout brewing. Yes, absolutely. And then everything flipped. Oh, you scored uh, to get back in the game there, 14-13, and then all of a sudden, uh, that P.I., the person, the, the pass interference By that backed Texas up to Colin midfield. Colin Johnson, yeah, on the touchdown catch. I think it'd be a good question to Tom Herman right now, and he wouldn't tell you because he's a prick, but he is. it would have been interesting if Texas would have just gone for it there instead of kicking it. There were a few times like, I was surprised. A, like, wasn't Lincoln that a didn't bad decision? Where, yeah, where Tom Herman should have gone for it. I thought it. it was a terrible decision, too, about taking the delay game and then punting it into the end zone. Made no sense. Yeah, that was a bad punt. And then OU goes on a five-play, 41-second drive uh, with without any timeouts. All they used yeah. was sidelines 
And then uh, was it a? Uh, well, then they had the running. It? They had the running play that led to the personal. That's foul. right. That's right. On Breckenhager. So Breckenhager Brecken deleted his twi- his Twitter account. That's what I thought well, we were going to talk about. Yeah, earlier. that's just incredible. Yeah. That's incredibly soft. After Austin Seibert did what he did to him. That's incredibly soft. I he need the guy needs a haircut is what he needs. Well, you're supposed to get one, but they didn't win. I mean, what becomes of Brecken Hager? Is he gonna? He's gonna end up being one of those guys that you see on the uh, Longhorn Network, <laughs> on the Longhorn Network, or like on the news. Not even on the news. Maybe the next time you're in Austin, you'll see him begging for money on the side of the road. He'll probably no. He he'll probably be one of those guys that just he goes and lives in his jean shorts, and he becomes like the townie that. Oh, the rest of his life of will be centered around. He played football at the University yeah, of Texas. Damn right. It's going to be very dazed and confused. And by the way, he had one tackle tonight. He had one more than all three of us. Unbelievable. John Shin just absolutely bodied him on Twitter tonight. I retweeted it. Go check it out. It's. I mean, you can't talk that much shit and then just not show up. No, not at all. He had as many personal fouls as he had tackles. When, Think when about you that. Have, <laughs> when you have. One tackle, and you talk that much mad shit, you deserve the kicker to call you out. Absolutely. 100%. Austin Seibert And you know what? Out. Actually, I retract my statement. It's not soft. You have to delete your Twitter account after that. <laughs> like, he's just playing by the rules of Twitter. Uh, that, is the, that is the rules of Twitter. Of society. If you have as many personal fouls as tackles after talking shit the entire week and then get bodied by the kicker. Two weeks out. He did that before Two Kansas. weeks, that's right. Yeah. You have, to, you have to delete your Twitter account. Wow. Well, they did take, well, they sort of took care of business. I don't know. I mean, Texas is, they're close. They're not there yet. No. Been, but they've got they've first, got a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. And they got some good athletes on defense. They they've got a great secondary. I yeah, mean a potentially yeah. great secondary. Unless unless Tom Herman gets caught up in some kind of Asian massage parlor sting, Texas is gonna be good for a while. I I mean there's you know a what reason else why, is weird. There's like, a reason OU fans I don't know about worried, but Texas is a, Tom Herman's a good football coach. I mean, as much shit as we talk about him. He knows what he's doing. Oh, you needs this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Texas yes. needs this. Absolutely. I mean, there's never been a it's better for the time for OU and Texas to be great again. 100%. Texas go Fiesta Bowl, or you think they get left out of New Year's, the New Year's Six? I, I think it all depends Bob on what Bowlesby, happens with OU. Bob Bowlesby talked to the media, and uh, I think the expectation is if OU gets into the college football playoff, They'll play in the sugar. Okay. If they get left out, they're going to the Valero Alamo. Gotcha. Man, I feel sorry for my Texas media brethren. There, I was t- telling them about all the exploits that you can go through in New Orleans, and I, was, I think they were getting pretty excited. You tell them about the the shot chicks and and Rick's Cabaret and everything that comes with it. They Bourbon not, Street. They haven't been. In a, they, haven't yeah, been. they haven't been. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, New Orleans for my money is one of the best bowl experiences oh, out know. there. It's awesome. The food is great. I yes, am, I am. Oh, I mean, any place that you can walk into the media hotel and they just have gumbo at the ready, sign me up. The that's the that's my is type good, of place. But I think I've gotten too old for New Orleans. You are still of age to enjoy it. Well, anybody can drink in New Orleans. There is no age limit on Bourbon Street. The great thing about young New Orleans old, is young or old. The great thing about New Orleans is the media hotel. Uh, at the very end of it, there's a liquor store. 
there's a liquor store and you can literally walk to Bourbon Street. Yes. Yes. New Orleans is the most distance. walkable, accessible yes. place in the entire country. And sometimes Eddie walks back to the hotel after he's fallen in mud. Uh, that night, Jake Trotter and I took a beautiful two-seat gondola ride. Or not gondola. What do they call those things? Gondola? What do they call those? Uh, street rides? I don't even know what they call Rick, them. Rickshaws. Rickshaws, Rickshaws. Yeah. Rickshaws, yeah. It was a, it was a beautiful new, new, uh, new Year's Did Eve. Did you fall getting out of it? I don't remember, to be honest. It was a fun night, though. All right, well, we're going to find out. 11.30 tomorrow, right, guys? That's the, when the, the, uh, the, the show comes on? The show starts at 11. You don't know when. But it's like start. a four-hour show, probably. right? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's if like you're no you fans. Just say your prayers tonight because it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. And interesting enough, we don't get anybody tomorrow except for a teleconference by Lincoln Riley. With, There'll be a bowl teleconference, whatever right. bowl they're part. If they of. go to the orange, it'll be an orange bowl teleconference. If they go to cotton, right. it'll be that. I thought it was interesting. The uh, orange bowl officials were there today. I don't know if that means a yeah. whole lot, but I got that a picture of him and Riley talking after the game. Uh, I don't know. I. Where are you guys as far as percentage chances that they come back to Arlington? Pretty low. Yeah, five to ten percent. Like I'm mentally. I mean, it's, Al- it's Alabama's choice. See, unless Bama doesn't care that yeah. OU's playing a home game, but but, it, but I think Saban would care because Bama plays well in Arlington. Yeah, so they wouldn't mind. It they've, all, already, in, they've already. I mean, Saban's already got to have a OU thing. There is no way head. that that committee sits in there. And doesn't put Kyler and Tua against each other. That is <laughs> that ABC or ESPN would literally shoot every member of the college football playoff committee, and I don't want to see that happen. Literally shoot. They would literally. They would literally over they here. They would literally bodies would disappear if they missed out on that TV opportunity. And you know what? Too, I'll say this: if it wasn't OU, I think somebody else would be screwed. But that logo on the helmet means too much for the committee. With the way Kyler plays, too. And in a super homer way, the logo of OU means more than the logo of Georgia. And that's just that's the plain, honest truth about it. Is that crazy? I mean, I just it, it, it doesn't make sense to me how they could sit there and say that losing your conference championship game, basically giving you a participation award rewards you to get into the college football playoff. That doesn't make sense. It'd be like, why did you play today then? Yeah, they should give the other team the option of, we're going to pass on the SEC championship game. We don't want to ruin our chances. We are both in. getting to the college football playoff. By the way, here is the official um, schedule for tomorrow. This is from the college football playoff committee. So tomorrow at 1130. Eastern or Central? Central. Okay. Uh, they will announce the playoff semifinal pairings. Okay. Then at 1 o'clock, they'll give you the top 25 rankings. So if OU doesn't make the playoff semifinals, you'll find out at 2 o'clock when they announce the New Year's Six Bowl pairings. They might as well not. They might as well cancel that for the state of Oklahoma if, and then if two, OU doesn't get in. 2.45, Rob Mullins will have a news oh, conference. Geez. Razor and thin margin. Is it a news conference or a teleconference? I think eleven thirty is just enough time for me to drive back down here and throw my shoe at him if they don't make it. He has a punchable face. He doesn't say anything and at all. No. 
Well, fellas, uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a great season. Yeah, it's been great. I, it's going to be a lot yet to come. Yeah, it could be another month of uh, of intrigue. I, I think a month of OU Alabama talk would just be phenomenal. Defensive like, I would love to get into that. Looming all over everything. How about the defensive coordinator situation? <laughs> like, you know, I, I think everybody on the internet thinks that it's gold pete golding but how crazy would that be if all of a sudden OU's having to face pete golding in a month yep it'd be crazy i think it could potentially make it to where it's not it doesn't pete happen golding. yeah yeah that would be wild and it'd be so it'd be so effed up that'd be so perfect for OU and the way this season has gone like every time you think you figured something out about this group <laughs> you get thrown another curveball I'm going to tell you something, fellas. Keep an eye on uh, this Ohio State team. I think there's a chance that OU's defensive coordinator could come from there, too. Urban Meyer? The Mr. Grinch. Oh. Alex Grinch. I was thinking Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, I thought a ref almost just got killed in there. Anyway. That'd be interesting. That's a nice little scoopage. I'm just saying, just keep an just eye. Just throw it on out it. there. Just keep an eye. Throwing it out there. Just keep an eye on it. But I still think Golding is in play. For sure. It's going to be an interesting month. But I'm not ruling out Grinch yet. The regular season is over, uh, obviously. Postseason has begun. It's going to be a fun month. And for us, it is early signing period now. we got 18 days, and you know Riley and staff are going to hit it hard in these next couple They weeks. are going to hit it hard. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with the defensive coaches. This has got to be but help, right? I mean, th- winning the Big 12. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Even uh, with the uncertainty around coaches, mm-hmm. they can at least go out to some of these kids and say, look, we're getting better. Yeah. Trust us. Trust we're going to put you in the best situation. Be about to trust. We're yep. still going to be going to the college football playoffs. Who else can you say Do that they about? send out defensive coaches on the road? I think you have to. You have to. Yeah. God, college football so dirty. They're still getting paid. College football so dirty. That, getting paid to do a job, Eddie. Chris I know I, you have to do that shit, but I mean, it's just that. Just it. It makes me feel just so weird thinking about that. that You're basically lying to kids. Chris steal stuff. I know this this week. That's, yeah, you have to do that's it. It's the nature. You have to do it. Um, it seemed like there was one other thing I was going to bring up, but uh, I can't remember what it was. So, who knows? We'll probably be having a podcast tomorrow. If you get screwed out of this thing, I swear to a God, a triggered podcast. We will, I will be burning things down because it's not in my house. Okay, no, it'll be on Campus Corner. I I don't understand what we're doing here. If Georgia somehow, makes if Georgia it, yeah. makes it, like I, I would even be, and I don't think it's going to happen. I'd be okay with Ohio State making it. I would understand the argument. If it's Georgia, though, what are we doing? What is the Big Ten Championship logo? It midfield look like a paint company. It's a weird corporate corporate-y looking logo. Look at that thing. It's like an oil company. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. All right. Well, uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll be back for the unofficial 40 uh, later in the week uh, where Josh can join us as well. Uh, Clemson looks like they're handling their business. It's 2110 uh, just before halftime, and they've got the ball. So, uh Look, I as things stand now, I think it's pretty safe to say Oklahoma should feel good. OU fans should feel good about their chances to get into the playoff. 
But as Eddie said, there's always that chance, that SEC factor. And it, it's you've coming get hard. Past. You even had Saban vouching for Georgia. What Tom Herman wouldn't do for Lincoln Riley and OU <sighs> is what Nick Saban did what for Kirby prick. Smart and Georgia. All right. Um, Imagine that. He took the loss bad. He's <laughs> never done that before. <laughs> well, they're all about class, Son Eddie. Of a bitch. All right. That's going to do it for us here on the Eskridge Lexus postgame podcast. Thanks to Bob. Thanks to Eddie. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening uh, all throughout the season. Uh, more to come, and uh, we'll tell you more about as we go along. Uh, the unofficial 40, of course, uh, every Wednesday. Uh, that comes out every Wednesday evening. So uh, make sure you check that out. But stay subscribed here, and we'll give you all the latest. Uh, we'll come up with some more new stuff, I'm sure, as we go along. So thanks for listening. It's been a great season to cover. Uh, thanks to the guys for uh, making it uh, such a great season. Also, don't forget... If you are a listener and you've thought about, hey, maybe I want to subscribe to Sooner Scoop, we we still have our Cyber Monday deal going on right now. And there's never been a better deal for you because there's all this new Big 12 championship gear. If you want to get a hat and a shirt, all that stuff, uh, we'll give you a $99 gift card uh, to the fan shop where you can get all that official Big 12 gear just for signing up with an annual subscription to Soonerscoop.com. So go to our website. It's right there on the front page. Can't miss it. Uh, and if you thought about signing up but never have, take oppor- take an opportunity to sign up now because it's basically a free membership. You get free, uh, free $100 in gear uh, for signing up for an annual membership. So it's a break-even proposition for you. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time uh, right back here on the Eskridge Lexus Postgame Podcast. <laughs>